Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. If you're new to the podcast, I'm so happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, well, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about body language and how I think it's a lot of BS. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. I'm the managing director and founder of the Reef Lab, where we help professionals master lean communication. How to get to the point. On this podcast, we talk about a lot of things that impact us when we're trying to communicate and how to communicate effectively, how to get our point across. It's tough. It's really tough. So we tackle some issues. And today's issue is one that I hear quite a bit, out, uh, quite a bit about that I am going to give a pretty strong opinion and you're just an opinion. You're absolutely willing to disagree with me and have every right. And it's about body language. I get this question time and time again in our courses. When you're, when you're talking, how to stand, how to use your hands. It goes all the way back to one of the first classes I ever taught. And the question at the end of the class was, when I'm talking, what should I do with my hands? And at the time, I wasn't even, it wasn't even on my radar in, in, in the course to even have that level of instruction. So it just kind of caught me off guard. And then thankfully, in that moment, somebody in the class, because as you may know, we've used a lot of videos, many of them are funny, in our courses to illustrate the points that we're making, said, no, 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 you're talking about the scene from Talladega Nights where Will Ferrell's doing that interview. Well, I hadn't seen the movie at the time. Pulled up the clip, absolutely hysterical, kind of diffusing this person's point, like, what do I do with my hands? If you haven't seen it, go onto YouTube, type in Talladega Nights, Will Ferrell, hands, and you'll see exactly what scene I'm talking about. It's really, really funny. So this question keeps on coming up, and, and I, I'm going to share with you today, this might be a pretty short podcast, what my answer in coaching is towards body language and why I think it's kind of a lot of BS. Even recently, just a few weeks ago, um, we had somebody in our class and they were talking about how he was critiqued in a briefing, it was in the military, about how he excessively used his hands in the briefing. And then people jump in and they, and they throw in things like filler sentences and ums and ahs and that you crossed your legs and posture and all these things are part of what I might call just body language or technique. Let's just call them technique. The, the, the technical aspects of communicating. Here's the point and why I think it's BS. In my experience, the best, most effective communicators are really clear first on what they're saying. That's the problem. It's not a technical problem. If you think about TED Talks, do I stand in the middle of the stage? Do I walk? Do I make numbers on my hands? Voice inflection? Eye contact? All of those things are important, but they're not nearly as important as knowing what you're talking about. And that whole process of preparing and organizing, trimming, the, the thoughts that are going to come out of your mouth or in your email, it's, it's not a technical problem. 
just like writing isn't a technical problem, first and foremost. It's a thinking problem. The first thing is what you're saying, and once that's clear, how you're saying it follows right behind it. Let me, let me, let me turn that around, and, and this is why I think body language or people's obsession with body language is BS. Because it puts the primacy of how you say it ahead of what you're saying in many people. What the brain does when you do that is it makes you too self-aware. The most effective communicators are aware almost exclusively of their audience. They're not thinking about themselves. They're thinking about the person they're talking to, the person they're writing to, or the person they're writing for. They're not really thinking about themselves. In fact, the best communication is almost a selfless act. They, their brain isn't even aware of what they're doing with their hands, with their, with their voice, with their inflection. They're in the moment because they're super clear and they're super committed to making sure that whatever that message is that they're delivering is being delivered to the other person. That's the best communication. They're clear on what they're saying and they're not worried about how they're saying it. The worst things that I've ever seen is it looks great, it sounds great, but I still don't know what you're saying. That's a problem. Let me give you an example of what this looks like in presentations. I've seen it, I've reviewed sales pitches, I've been on sales teams pitching, I've been on review boards um, judging them and evaluating them. I see people presenting all the time. I do this for a living. The problem with a lot of presentations, specifically sales presentations, is it's all glitz and glamour. It's all show. The slides look beautiful. The videos have great animation. Everybody's rehearsed. It's all mechanically perfect. But people are still not clear on what they're talking about. So the audience, you hear it and it sounds great, but you don't get what they're talking about. Okay? Think about it like comedy or, or, um, or a magic trick. You have to be so comf com comfortable and confident about your routine that you're not worrying about it technically at that point. And if you get that out of order where you're worried and you start obsessing about, about how you're doing, it can really mess you up. I remember specifically doing a new business pitch many years ago, and it was for Visa, the credit card company. It was a big deal. It was a lot of agencies pitching. It was out on the West Coast. I was among seven people on the pitch team, and we were pitching against the top agencies in the country. It was at a hotel, beautiful venue. It was really formal. It was the, it was the CEO of Visa and his leadership team. There were rehearsals day after day. And I'll never forget this. I was with a woman, a colleague of mine, and I had never, I'd been on pitch teams before, but never quite like that. And this woman on our pitch team was just, she got caught into this moment of, of being excessively self-aware about how she was doing and how she was sounding. And people started coaching her about like, you got to raise your voice and you got to step forward. And you got to put your foot here. And, and she had a panic attack. I'll never forget it. I got, in the, I got in a taxi and we drove back to the hotel and I was trying to reassure her and she was just having a meltdown. She was having a moment. The only way for her to get through that was for her to go back to the most important thing, which is 
Why are you here? What are you supposed to be saying? Be really present about what you're saying. When I've seen this in our courses where people are looking at their notes or they're worried about how they're performing and they're worrying about sort of body language as technique and things, I've seen people that in conversation are perfectly fine and when they present, when they stand in front of a group of people, this is why public speaking, in my opinion, makes people, many people worse. It's why people hate it. It's why in our courses we don't ever talk about, about it public. It's always a conversation. Be clear about what you're talking about. Prepare it. Yeah, you've got to rehearse. Of course you've got to rehearse. But you're not rehearsing how you're saying it. You're rehearsing what you're talking about. It's like singing a song. Everybody's got a different voice. Know the words. Know what the words are trying to say. Get into the song. What are the lyrics? Are they speaking a deep emotion? You know, is it telling a story? And when you do that, you will see some just remarkable, remarkable things happen. I mean, I recall a scene from the movie Walk the Line, and we use it in our courses, where Joaquin Phoenix, who pray, plays Johnny Cash, is auditioning. It's a, it's a magnificent scene. Because the first scene, he's, he's really self-aware about how he's doing. He's trying to do it right the right way. He's standing in a certain thing. It just comes off as flat. And then he gets challenged by Sam Phillips. He, he, and he really just owns the song. What are you talking about? That kind of control fixes, in my experience, 95% of the body language problem, the technical problem. It just goes away. It just goes away. Do it. Don't worry so much about yourself. Worry about the person you're communicating to. They matter way more than you do. If you're sending an email, is the recipient getting something which is easy to understand and follow? If you're updating your boss, it's not about how you look or how you're doing. Is he or she getting an answer to the question? You're standing giving a presentation of 500 people, it's all about the audience. It's not about you. It's not how you stand or where your hands are, the ums and ahs. It's about the delivery of a message that you're really clear on. That's the point. So that's my uh, refuting the uh, what do I do with my hands question in Talladega Nights. Just watch it. It's really funny. Just saying.